Hello, and welcome back to Eye Care Outreach Moving Through podcast series of encouraging messages from Pastor Rob Turner. Pastor Rob is educator and founder of Eye Care Outreach Ministry, located in downtown Bridgeport, Connecticut. You know, our world today, it longs and needs committed laborers. And today you will hear Pastor Rob share how Jesus invited his disciples into an impossible task and why he's calling us into the same task today. Hello, I'm Robert Turner, and thank you so much for joining with us. In life, we journey through circumstances, experiences, places, and spaces to the next. Oftentimes, we become inundated or overwhelmed by a situation that could stifle us from taking the wise and faithful next step. I think that in so much of our lives, we want to see God do big and mighty things, but I'm learning He is asking all of us to be faithful. He is asking us if we are simply willing to take the next step. Is often the way God works, not showing us the next, 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 but rather the very next step. As an example, in observing the gospel story of Mark chapter 6, verses 30 to 44 of the feeding of the 5,000, note Jesus didn't call his disciples to the big thing. He called them to the next thing. He didn't show them the whole story. He just asked them to be faithful, to follow his word and do the next step. You see, when reading the first six chapters of the Gospel of Mark, what we see is Jesus coming, calling his disciples, preaching, leading, calming storms, and raising the dead. Then something began to change with his ministry. Up to this point, he had brought his disciples along, but now he was going to make them participants. In Mark chapter 6, verses 7 through 13, Jesus sent his disciples with authority on a mission to begin to expand God's kingdom. They went out proclaiming the good news, healing the sick, and casting out demons. They went out in pairs. Jesus is leading them in the next step of participating. In Mark chapter 6, Verses 14 to 29, you read the story of the death of John the Baptizer, beheaded by King Herod. After the death of Jesus' cousin, the disciples came and took away John's body and laid it in a tomb. The twelve disciples gathered with Jesus. And they reported to him all things, both what they had done 
in what they had taught. As Jesus was talking to the disciples, he felt the disciples needed a rest. So we find in Mark chapter 6, verse 31, I read in the Amplified, Jesus says to the disciples, come away by yourselves to a secluded place and rest a little while. For there were many people who were continually coming and going, and they could not even find time to eat. So they got in a boat, went across the sea to a place in the middle of nowhere to rest. Listen, this is what happens. Verse 33 says, the people saw them going and many recognized them and they ran there together on foot from all the cities and got there ahead of them. The people just left. The very people that they just left began to run around to the other side of the shore to meet them. Imagine, they're on the boat and seeing thousands of people running alongside the shore to get to where they're going. It was getting late in the day. The disciples had not eaten and neither had the crowds. The disciples asked Jesus if he would send the men, women, and children away and let them buy food for themselves. I want you to listen to Jesus' reaction to the crowds he saw in Mark 6.34. When Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, the text says, and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. You know, the word compassion in the Greek means a deep down feeling in the gut. Jesus didn't just see hungry people. He felt their hunger need. I believe Jesus intentionally uses the phrase sheep without a shepherd to teach the disciples a lesson where the phrase was used in the book of Ezekiel chapter 34. He saw the crowd without a leader. He saw the crowd hungry. He saw the crowd defenseless. In verses 35 to 36, the disciples still wanted Jesus to send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. <laughs> but Jesus told them in that 37th verse, that first part, he says, you give them something to eat. In the original Greek language, the emphasis is the you. Jesus says, you give them something to eat. Jesus put the disciples in an impossible scenario. In that second part of verse 37, the disciples respond to Jesus questioning resources to feed the crowd. With what, they say. They did not realize he was calling them to participate in the next step of faith. 
The story of Jesus feeding the 5,000 is a great example of this. In Mark, the 6th chapter, the 38th verse, Jesus asked, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. They found out and said, they told Jesus, five loaves and two fish. Verse 39. What the disciples thought and had was insufficient. But Jesus wanted to take theirs and our insufficiency and transform it into satisfaction for thousands of people. Jesus looked at what the disciples had and then asked them to get the people ready to eat. Jesus didn't call them to the big thing. He called them to the next thing. He didn't show them the whole story. He just asked them to be faithful to follow his word and do the next step. So, they gathered and took the small amount of food and gave it to Jesus. Gathered the five loaves and the two fish and gave it to Jesus. Then Jesus commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. Verses 38 to 40. Wow. God is not limited by our or anyone's resources or capacities. When we take our little thoughts, ideas, dreams, and hopes and give it to Jesus, it's him that can do the impossible. Again, I think in so much of our lives, we want to see God do big and mighty things. But he's asking us to be faithful in small things. Simply to take the next step. It's often the way God works. He doesn't show us the next, 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 but rather the very next step. And for some of us, we get stuck not knowing what or the how to do. The what and how is too big. Maybe we need to pray to have eyes of compassion like Jesus. Truthfully, the disciples did follow Jesus' instruction to sit all the people down. How simple of a next step. Sit all the people down. Jesus was bringing his disciples into his ministry. He could have gone directly to the people, but instead invited the disciples as participants. He took the bread and fish, blessed it, and gave it back to the disciples to distribute it among the groups of 50 and 100. Each time they had to come back to Jesus to receive that provision. 
He didn't tell the disciples to take what they had and try really hard to make enough to feed the people. He wanted them to let him be their provision. If we're not doing anything that requires us to come to Jesus for the next step, then we're not doing eternally significant things. If there's nothing you can point to and say God has to show up in or else, then we're not doing eternally significant things. The same story in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, Jesus says he feeds the people, but then they come back. He says, I recognize that you've eaten and want more food because you've become hungry again. But let me tell you that I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never hunger. This is the satisfaction that comes when we come to Christ. There are so many things we try to satisfy our souls. We try to satisfy our souls with them are insufficient. Psalm 107 verse 9 says, For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he has filled with what is good. Let us pray to be who Christ Jesus has called us, having the privilege of participating with him in the next step of faith in this world. Father God, we thank you so much. We thank you, O oh Lord, for what you have shown us in this scripture. We thank you, Lord, of even coming to realize our insufficiency and that our sufficiency is only in you. Lord, we don't question the resources. We realize that you're calling us to participate in the next step of faith with you. We ask for forgiveness, Lord, for we confess, Lord, that we have always not taken that next step. Lord, a lot of times we have put our minds and we have allowed ourselves to be stifled by looking at big things and whole things and and being overwhelmed with so much and inundated with so much that's going on that we don't even take the next step of faith. So I pray, Lord, that we would um, continue to uh, 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 examine your word and to be faithful in what you have instructed us. And Lord, um, we decide, we have decided to be participants in what you are doing. We join you at your work, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be faithful in the next step. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.